better squad goals for you and your crew to be disciplined, hardworking, and dominant in your field like the New England Patriots or be part of a corrupt organization that cheats, lies, and covers up crimes like the New England Patriots? Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. Hey, welcome to the show. This week we are talking about hopes and dreams. This was recorded live at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy. We're there every Friday night at 7 p.m. They got delicious pizza. They got a great beer selection and a hell of a crew to hang out with and laugh with. So come down and join us sometime. Maggie's Lounge, Quincy, 7 p.m. Friday nights. As I said, we're talking about hopes and dreams. So the categories this week are fantasies, nightmares, goals, delusions, and wild card. And the first debate that you'll hear will be between Alan Richardson and Sean Duffy. And our final debater of the gauntlet round. Everybody, please welcome Alan Richardson. Sean, do you want to go first or second? I'll do second again. Second, okay. Alan, you can pick from any of the categories. Let's go for delusion. Okay. Delusion. There you go. Your question is from Mike B. Giordano. He says, quote, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. And what he wants to know is, is that a cute, empowering affirmation or an excuse for acting like a nightmare? Well, I think it's cute. I think to really get to the bottom of it, we have to ask people like John Wayne Gacy's wife. If you can't handle me when I'm trying to bury 32 kids underneath this house we bought together, you don't deserve my meatloaf wrapped in bacon. I work. I work hard all day. I hate my job. I think about killing myself. And that's why I can do comedy. And you barely deserve this from me. Because you can't handle me when I'm trying to bury 32 kids underneath this house I bought with my wife. I'll say, obviously, it's a very terrible excuse. I know that because I've used it many times before. In fact, I haven't even yet changed to the point where I become my best. I'm just going to be my worst until one day I'll be my best for like a couple of hours. I'll stop killing people, <laughs> maybe stop all the drug smuggling and everything. And then one day I'll do something nice. Nobody will, I'll, I'll buy some from a lemonade stand and nobody will remember any of that. It's really, I just, I, I play the song over and over again. If you can't take me at my worst, I think that's the lyrics, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if you can tell I wrote the song. It's. It's meant to be very obnoxious. And if you bought those lyrics thinking they're an inspirational, you're an idiot. It was made for people like you. I was trying to trick you. Son. 
I don't know why I didn't stomp on that applause. I just <laughs> keep going for him. He's doing a good job. It's easy to think it's a trick when his worst is his best. Now, I don't know if anyone here has ever driven your car in rage into a telephone pole and then have your girlfriend break up with you at a cheesecake factory. Kind of makes you realize you don't deserve me taking to the cheesecake factory at all. You can't take one car crash into a light post. I had a ring in my pocket. Time. Car accidents, very obnoxious. I think we can all agree. They do take up a lot of traffic, a lot of time. And if you're causing traffic and you're just, you're, you're basically, the day it comes or whatever, when you finally get off, get off your drugs, medications, whatever, you stop killing people, you know, people will forget all the shit you've done. It's, it's just going to be like the same. Time. <laughs> all right. A lot of good points here, but I got to hand the win to Alan Richardson. So, Alan, you can take a break for a few minutes. Um, <laughs> next up, everybody, please welcome Izzy DeRosa and Robbie Finan. Okay, Izzy, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Second. Okay, Robbie, you can pick from wild card goals or nightmare. Let's go nightmares. Okay. Your question is from Nick Martucci. He asks, worse leak, your browser history or your photo roll? <laughs> well, I don't know if my... F I think browser history's got to be worse because my camera roll's got nothing, there's nothing to brag about. I haven't been sent a nude in my life. Uh, but because I've never been sent by a nude, I got to take to the internet to uh, get my nudes. So... Uh, I don't know if my internet history is going to be too flattering. I don't want people seeing that shit. Definitely the photo roll is a worse leak because, not because of news or anything like that, I'm not really that exciting, mostly because I do a lot of screenshots of really ridiculous things that are going to give people the impression that my IQ is like way lower than it actually is. So... Uh, actually, there was really one disgusting one that Cardi B posted one day. It was like this photo of a woman with like a tube in her butt and a guy wearing a gas mask. And the caption was like, this world is sick or something like that. And I thought it was very funny. But I feel like out of context, that's going to look disgusting if somebody ever finds that. So <laughs> I Googled how to put a condom on when I was 18 years old. No one can know that. I was, I was too scared to try on the banana. <laughs> Thought my parents might walk in. That would be tough to explain. I feel like it's normal to have a weird, like, Googling history, though. So I'm not really embarrassed by that. I feel like everybody Googles some weird shit. Probably the other day I Googled something about my vagina and maybe, like, another weird thing about, I don't know, but it's definitely just a common thing. It, everyone can relate to that. But the photos is just weird. And again, out of context, no one's going to support me. So 
All right. Yeah. Tough call here, but I think I have to hand the win to Robbie Finan. This crowd loves Izzy so much. All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome May Keith and Danya Tromer. Okay, May, would you like to go first or second? Second. Second, okay. Danya, the category is going to be goals. Great, okay. <laughs> cool. Oh, this question is from May Keith, so we can't use it. Ha! Oh. <laughs> I know, I right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Your question is from Pete Andrews. He asks, more realistic goal, finding Bigfoot or collecting social security? I'm 19, so it's not the social security. I am not, I am not seeing that in my lifetime. I have seen Bigfoot, though, all right? Okay, he is out there, my friend, and he's hot. All right? There's a reason why that man stays hidden. It's because we would all be going after him, okay? Some people are into bears. I am into literal Bigfoot. All right, thank you. Yes! 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 On this uh, International Women's Day, happy International Women's Day, uh, I just want to remind everyone that Bigfoot is a species, and there are female Bigfoots out there as well. Uh, they are real. I believe in them very much. There's lots of podcasts. Look into it. It's a lot of fun. Um, but you, did you know that a Republican senator actually wrote Bigfoot erotica? It's a whole thing. This is for real. You can Google this right now. There are multiple sitting Congress people, I think, who wrote it. Um, so Bigfoot is very, very real. But I think I'm arguing the other side. Is that what's happening? Oh, uh, I have grandparents who collect Social Security. More people out there have Social Security than have seen Bigfoot, and a lot of people have seen Bigfoot. <laughs> social Security is real, just not for us young folk. <laughs> I want to take the rest of my time to talk a little more about Bigfoot. Um, <laughs> so I actually have a PowerPoint presentation in the works. I can bring it next time. Time. Uh, but legends... Oh. Um, I... I'd just like to state I am very aware of the female Bigfoot. Bug I'm aware of that too, but also aware of the female Bigfoot. I'd get in that, all right? I don't discriminate, and it's very realistic that I will be getting some Bigfoot poon at some point in my career. I am majoring in Bigfoot pussy. Chuck. You know, uh, you know what's super cool is that sightings actually go back tens of thousands of years. Uh, Alaskan natives believe that they actually used to kidnap women in their village and mate with them, which is kind of cool, right? Yeah, very hot. Yeah, um, 
I do think that a female Bigfoot vagina would be like so comforting. Like the, like the hollowed out section of a tree if you kind of climbed into it and covered yourself in moss and like fell asleep. Charm. All right, well, you, look, you're both wonderful, but you both were on the same side. And for that reason, I have to hand the win to Danya Traumer. <laughs> okay. Next up. Everybody, please welcome Chloe Cunha and Lauren McHugh. Okay, Chloe, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Um, Lauren, you can pick from any category. Uh, can we do delusion, please? Yes. Okay. Your question is from Steve Albert. He asks... Uh, you believe you're God. Are you Jesus or Buddha? Uh, Buddha did not say that he was a God, so I am clearly Jesus. <laughs> I do have a problem with multiple personality disorder, however, because I can't decide if I'm God or Jesus or the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit kind of takes a back seat. <laughs> Um, she's like my backup party girl persona <laughs> when I go out to the club, rarely. But, um, yeah, I believe I'm Jesus. I'm not going to live past 33. Look at me. I'm not going to make it. People will deny the truths I tell. I'll be revered after my death. Yeah, I'm definitely getting the Jesus vibe on that one. All right, well, I'm definitely Buddha because I might not have ever claimed that I'm a god, but that's only because I don't believe in labels. <laughs> yeah. Ah. yeah, I'm Buddha. I, I think that would be great. I, I want to sit on a mountaintop somewhere and, like, chill and drink some tea. I don't know much about myself. Um... <laughs> But I do know that if I really dig deep, I'm going to feel some in real great enlightenment. Um, oh, this is great. You know what? I would so much rather be Buddha because nobody's annoying Buddha. People are just, uh, you know, trying to get advice from Jesus all the time. And Buddha, they're just like, here's a little gold thingy of you. That's... <laughs> always paint Jesus wrong. That's not what he looked like. Look, that's not this. Look very different. For one, Jesus is a woman. Time. <laughs> I think you're underestimating how much people want the Buddha's help. Like, they're going to be ringing you up all the time asking, can I put a stone statue of your head in my garden? Is yoga culturally appropriative? <laughs> stuff like that. Nobody's asking me for anything because they already know what I have to say and they don't give a shit about it. <laughs> also, I don't really want to sit on a mountaintop. I want to go into a cave in three, for three days and pretend to be dead and have nobody bother me. That is the <laughs> ideal. I, I get that, but then why didn't you just stay in the cave? <laughs> why did you... Oh, I'm saying a mountain 
Jesus than a cave. I don't, like a goat might visit me, but yeah, no, it's gonna be a nice time. And uh, I'm cool burying my head places, that's fine. I, I could role play as an ostrich. Yeah, I think my, my girlfriend would be into that. Time. All right, a lot of good points here, but I gotta hand the win to Chloe Cunha. Okay, next up, everybody please welcome Ted Pettingell and Sarah Morgan. Oh boy. Uh, Ted, do you want to go first or second? Are you going to ask me to marry you? Uh, <laughs> Ted, we've known each other a long time. It, if it hasn't happened at this point, it's <laughs> never going to happen. Uh, I'll go second, Sean. Okay. Sorry, you can pick anything but delusion. Nightmares. Nightmare, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, okay. Well, <laughs> I did not expect to ask this of my wife, but here we go. <laughs> Your question is from Katney. She asks, you must have something stuck between your front teeth for a week. Which would you prefer it be, broccoli or pubic hair? <laughs> Uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with broccoli. Um, sorry, Sean. <laughs> because at least broccoli has some like nutritional value, and also it's probably just like wedged in there and not like tickling your tongue when you talk. You know, like, you get a hair stuck between your teeth and you can feel it in the front of your lip and also, like, in the back of your throat, but you can't pull it out, and it's awful. And broccoli, at least, it'll just, like, sit there. They both are disgusting and look terrible, but at least one of them, like, grew out of the ground organically and didn't, like, <laughs> come off of somebody's balls or vagina. You don't know what kind of germs that's carrying. Just go with, go with the veggies. <laughs> You say a pubic hair uh, would touch the front of your mouth and then go to the back of your throat? I mean, we all know Sean has a razor for his face. Uh, I think, uh, I don't think it's the, I don't think it's pubic hair in general. I think it's a specific pubic hair uh, that she's worried about. Um, I would just take, I mean, I, if it, just a stranger, I'd, I'd take a stranger's pubic hair in my mouth uh, for a week. That, that's a good story. How did it get there? I'm going to guess I had a fun night, or morning, probably, uh, if I was too lazy to, like, fucking pull that shit out of there. You got broccoli up there a week? That's You talk about germs, that's a bacteria sponge. That's going to just give you a cavity right in the middle. Uh, Time. I mean, I think at least with the broccoli, it's probably been washed and cooked 
And if it's especially <laughs> like what if it's a stranger's pubic hair and you don't know how it got there? That's horrific. Like you just woke up and you're like, I don't know where this came from. And now I'm going to work with it. Like that's much worse than like having just eaten something and having it like jammed in there like a stranger's pubic hair. That's I don't know, like maybe you slept in a sketchy hotel and it just worked its way in there while your mouth was open at night or something, but it's not Charm. good. If there's a pubic hair in there and I don't know how it got there, maybe I don't know how it got there, but I can take an educated guess. Uh, <laughs> if there's mystery broccoli in there, oh boy, that is, that's horrifying. I don't want to look. You really think about that. If there's somebody going around to sleeping people just shoving broccoli in their teeth, that's the real monster. Because you know they're still coming from that. Uh, time. All right. Sarah said the broccoli would be uh, cooked and washed, but I want you all to know that I wash and cook my pubic hair. It all gets cooked, all right? Uh, I got to hand the win here to Sarah Morgan. Also, let me just say, nowhere in the question did it say it had to be a stranger. You guys did that. Okay, next up, everybody, please welcome Tyler Derniak and Corey Saunders. Oh, thanks. Hey, our winner is Corey. Oh. Tyler. Tyler, do you want to go first or second? I mean, does it does it matter at this point? I mean, I'll I'll go second. Okay. Corey, you can pick from fantasy goals or wild card. But delusion never changed into something real. What well, what ones can I choose? Fantasy goals or wild card? Oh, let's do fantasy. Okay. Your question is from Mike B. Giordano. He asks, you're having a great sex dream and your partner starts singing an accurate rendition of What's New Pussycat into your face. Do you wake up and question why you still use a clock radio? <laughs> or do you continue having sex with someone as they slowly morph into Tom Jones. Oh, I absolutely question why I have a clock radio. Have you ever been sung to during sex? It's not attractive. It's not sexy at all. I was having sex with a very attractive Christian rocker and he started singing gospel music to me about Jesus. Mid-coitus. <laughs> Have you ever been cock-blocked by Jesus? <laughs> Singing is not sexy. Thank you for your time. So what, what was my point again? You're going to stay asleep and wait while this person morphs into Tom Jones. Oh. Like, see, it didn't, it didn't make sense because how are they going to morph into Tom Jones if they were already Tom Jones? <laughs> like, 
I, I, it's, it's just a, you know, just the, the dream begins with me like going to the Tom Jones, like I'm a Tom Jones groupie, and he sees me in the crowd. He pulls me out into the van. And like, what's new Pussycat didn't start mid-sex. It started in foreplay. And then, you know, like something that occupied his mouth. But then later, <laughs> later we're doing the other parts of sex. And what's new Pussycat just starts coming out of his mouth and I start coming into it. <laughs> Time! vulgarity my goodness first of all during sex i don't want to hear anything about a pussycat want none of that also have you seen tom jones i didn't know what he looked like until i googled it on here just now he looks like a dirty q-tip had a baby with like the tan mom i'm sorry i have standards and they're apparently much higher than Mr. Journey. Time. First of all, Corey, I thought rule one of pick a side stupid was no kink shaming. What's new, pussycat? Oh, 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 oh. Time. I gotta hear the way the Tyler Journey act. All right. And our final debate of round one, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Alan Richardson. <laughs> Bill, would you like to go first or second? Hi, Bill. I don't want to fight my dad, Sean. <laughs> second, okay. Alan, you can pick from wild card or goals. Uh, I don't know, Dad. What do you want? You want wild card? Right, we'll do goals. Goals. Okay. I'm living with Mom now, Dad. Okay. Oh, boy. I love that we got this question on this turn. Okay. Your question is for May Keith. She asks, better squad goals for you and your crew to be disciplined, hardworking, and dominant in your field like the New England Patriots? Or be part of a corrupt organization that cheats, lies, and covers up crimes like the New England Patriots. Well, obviously, I'm not going to tell you I'm corrupt. But for a moment, let's put our earmuffs on and all talk about how great it is to be corrupt. Uh, now, most of you make money via regular job, right? Right? We all, we all pay taxes here. Most, some of our taxes. The point unravels as I make it. 
Anyone here that just makes a steady living on a paycheck on paper in the IRS's computer is a fucking square. I'm not Huey Lewis, and it's not hip to pay all your taxes and report all your fucking income. Every time I get my car inspected, I disengage the battery to turn off all the sensors. Time. So he wants to be corrupt? I'm, a, I'm an upstanding businessman? All right, I'll do that. By the way, it costs uh, $50 to park in my parking lot? I'm assuming this is like, uh, guys, we're still doing this based on the New England Patriots, so follow along. Uh, it costs $50 to park in my parking lot. My Bud Light's at $12.50. Uh, oh, the ticket was like $150. I don't know. Did you get it at a ticket reseller? Hey, did you guys see that the president fucked her? Uh, he was with the, with, the, with the ladies of the night, too. Did you see that? Have you guys follow the news? Alan's not really my son, but one day, if he clears up them felonies, we might talk about adoption. <laughs> but you got to clear him up. I can't have you dragging me down after I've worked so hard to clear my name over the years. So I want to be an honest businessman. I want to charge you through the nose, you know, for everything you buy. And then uh, I'd like time. Let's talk corruption in 30 seconds in the 2001-2002 NFL season that ran with the Patriots winning the Super Bowl and started with September 11th, 2001. Let's follow the narrative of corruption of the 2001-2002 series. The next game after 9-11, the New York, the New York Jets Won the game in an upset against the Raiders. After that, the 2001 Super Bowl was against the Rams, the symbol of evil, against the red, white, and blue Patriots. Did we win that on a hard work? Time. Uh, refresh my memory. What's 9-11 again? Guys, listen, I don't want to end on a really bad 9-11 joke, but, you know, sometimes you take what you got. Listen, $50 to park. You guys, you guys like uh, concessions, right? You like to, hey, do your kids like to eat, or are you like one of those parents that's like, well, I'll take you to the game, but. Time. All right, tough call here, but I think I have to hand the win to Alan Richardson. Gonna tell everybody to vote for you for best podcast host in uh, Best of Boston. Yeah. But now you know what? Don't do it. Don't do it. I was gonna say link in comment, but you know what? Nope. <laughs> e. Wrong decision. Guys, please follow my campaign. <laughs> Matt MacArthur made us a nice sign. Yeah. Share it. Let's get this thing done. We can do it with the right-in vote. Yeah. What are you going to vote for, Meghna Chakrabarty? Come on. She's already got an NPR gig. Let's get this going. All right. Uh, now it's time for our uh, segment called No Contest, where we ask the questions that got rejected from the show. And our, our special guest this week will be, give it up for him, Jimmy Bowes. 
contest. That works well with me. I haven't won once. <laughs> so, Jim, welcome to the show. Thank Thanks you. for doing it. Thank you. Hey. Hi, everybody. So, I'm going to ask you a couple questions real quick. Let's uh, do it. Some of these were p ones that people wrote. Um, some are just for me. All right. Okay. So my first question is, you're a teacher, yes? Yes, I am. Okay. Question one, out of the way. What grade do you teach? Uh, high school. Ninth uh, high grade. High school. Okay. Ninth grade. Okay. First real question. As a teacher, do you tell kids to follow their dreams, or do you suggest a more practical occupation? Uh, <laughs> I, I tell them to follow their dreams because misery loves company. And I just say, follow your bliss, find out what you really like to do, find a way to make money from it, and then do something else in the meantime, and that's what you're going to do for the rest of your goddamn life. Okay. <laughs> okay, this next question is from Kate Nee, and she, I asked people to write down what category this would fall in, and I think she messed this up. She wrote it down as fantasy, and the question is, you get a chance to redo high school so this is obviously she meant fantasy. nightmare. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she said, "You get a chance to redo high school. What year Fine do line. you choose to start the do-over?" Um, I would probably do the do-over before the St. Patrick's Day parade of the sophomore year in my high school. <laughs> um, yeah, that's very specific. Yeah, very specific. Uh, first of all, my face would be a little bit smaller, and uh, then my father wouldn't almost kill me. <laughs> And I would probably just like go home at one in the afternoon really drunk before I decided to challenge Ashmont Station to a fight. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next question is from Sarah Morgan. She asks, if you're lucky in life and you achieve your hopes and dreams, do you use social media to rub it in everyone's face or do you do it in person? <laughs> Well, I, I'm kind of old school. I'm definitely an in-person kind of guy. Okay. Yeah. I would just do the teaser on the Facebook. Like, I got some good news coming up and just wait for people to, like, personally make an appointment with me <laughs> so I could say what happened and look them in the eye and watch them slowly break. All right. This one's a weird one. <laughs> it's from Nick Martucci. He asks, you're a mermaid <laughs> who dreams of being human. Why? Is it because you want to be where the people are or... <laughs> You want to walk around on those, what do you call them, feet? Uh, <laughs> um, I, I would say it's the uh, um, walking around on those, what do you call them? Oh, yeah, feet. <laughs> um, because in a similar fashion, um, I really would be obsessed with finding out what is a fire and why does it, what's the word, burn? <laughs> All right. Hey, that's our that's segment. Right. That's Thank no contest. Thanks, much. Jimmy. Thanks, that was fun. Thank you. Hey, that's Jimmy Bowes, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for him. Okay. Now, on to round two. Uh, we have eight debaters left. So, everybody, please welcome Danya Tromer and Matt MacArthur. Matt, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. First, okay. <laughs> See, I'm trying to be nice. And what category would you like? You can pick from anything. Anything, huh? Uh, let's do Nightmare. Nightmare, okay. Okay, your question 
<laughs> Your question is from Mike B. Giordano. He says, uh-oh, you're half awake, paralyzed, and there's a shadow demon on your chest. Do you fight as hard as you can to shake the paralysis and punch the demon, or do you sit quietly and accept, and accept your impending murder? I mean, what's the demon doing? Is it like just like choking me a little bit? Because, yeah, I need those details. I think I'll take the chance. If it's really a shadow demon, I'm probably not going to be able to fight it off during a bout of sleep paralysis. Like, I think you got to accept it because nobody's that strong. You know? Nobody. Not even me. I can't do it. But I could find the positive in the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, like, wait till they're kind of hitting on a spot that I'm like, all right. I didn't even have to tell you because I can't speak right now, but like you got there, right? <laughs> so I think we have like an unspoken communication here. And it's nice because, you know, I sleep on my couch by myself, so, <laughs> so company would be okay. <laughs> have you guys ever heard of shadow boxing? <laughs> I have been training for years for this. All right, I have the skills to take this motherfucker down. And I will be exhibiting them, all right, okay? No sleep paralysis can keep this bitch down, all right? No! No siree! None of that! I will take the blood from this shadow! I will shove it up its own ass! Thank you. Uh, I love the passion, but I think you're woefully uninformed about the paranormal in this situation. First of all, or boxing. Shadow boxing <laughs> is when you don't hit your opponent, you're just like, eh, eh? And then the demon doesn't have blood or an asshole. It just is a massive malevolent, malevolent energy that's gonna like crush your chest or maybe if you're lucky, you know, like hit a spot or two you like. <laughs> but you can't stop it. Um, they're not very progressive. Time. <laughs> I can attest for the fact that demons do have assholes. <laughs> and they are gaping, my friend. <laughs> All right, also, I was voted most likely to be a ghost hunter in fifth grade. So I will take this bitch down. Yes! All right. I don't, do I even have to say it? Danya Traumer, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Next up, everybody, please welcome Sarah Morgan and Chloe Cunha. Okay, Chloe, do you want to go first or second? Okay. Sarah, you can pick anything but nightmare. Let's do goals. Goals, okay. Um, your question is from Wayne Mastin. He asks, 
making the three-pointer that wins the NBA championship or blocking the shot that would let the other team win? Which would you rather do? I would rather make that three-pointer because when I played AAU basketball as a kid, I shot on the wrong goal during a game, and I've really never gotten over it. It's just, like, <laughs> haunting me. Like, sometimes when I have a lot of stress happening, I'll have that dream where it happens again, and I wake up, and I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> so it would just be really nice to have been able to redeem myself. Uh, I'm not uh, very tall or good at jumping or handling a basketball or a ball of any kind or <laughs> I'm not good at any of the skills of basketball so this is a very interesting but let's say I I think I could I think I could block a ball yeah <laughs> let that sink in <laughs> let that sink in exactly the opposite of what's going to happen with that ball going I'm going to swat it away and and I'm assuming this is a WNBA, so there are going to be some cute girls on that team. <laughs> and maybe, like, you know, it starts, like, enemies to friends to lovers. <laughs> you know, like, I block the ball. We connect. Angry eyes, but then admiration. <laughs> I'm going to write this down. Sean. <laughs> That's a very sexy, sexy basketball <laughs> fantasy that you painted for us. <laughs> I just feel like today on International Women's Day, I will speak for all of us when I say we all block balls all the fucking time. <laughs> They're just flying at you whether you want them or not. And I just think it's a lot more exciting and unique to actually make a shot instead of just block one more ball. I mean, in this scenario, I made some shots earlier. <laughs> I did, you know, I just did this, my particular moment of glory. It's all, it's all because, again, we got to lock eyes. We got to get right in each other's faces. And then after the game, you know, we shake hands and it's begrudging. <laughs> but it lingers for a little too long, you know? That electric contact between hands. Time. <laughs> All right, I gotta hand the win here to Chloe Cunha. Kate, are you booing me right now? You're clapping her booing but it sounds just like you're clapping for my decision. Okay, here we go. Next up, everybody, please welcome Alan Richardson and Tyler Derniak. Okay, Tyler, do you wanna go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Alan, you can pick from delusion, fantasy, or wild card. I don't wanna fight my brother, Sean. Delusion? Okay. Your question is from Pete Andrews. He asks, better long-term strategy for retirement? Beanie Babies or collectible commemorative ceramic plates? 
Ceramic plates. Let me tell you something about Beanie Babies. They're worthless now, okay? You wasted a decade of your money. You had a six-figure job. You blew it all on Beanie Babies. You lose your fucking mind. You throw every Beanie Baby out the window, and then lastly you go, and this is it for me, fair world. You fall seven stories onto a pile of Beanie Babies. You break your neck. You can't move anymore. You live 40 years. Now let's say you hate those ceramic plates and it's time to retire. So you throw 50 ceramic plates in your body down an elevator shaft. You're retired right away, baby. Let me tell you something about the retirement and aging process. Your body slowly decays and your brain starts to leave so not even people are sticking around for your personality and charm anymore. And the only comfort you have, the only partner you have is that pile of soft, warm Beanie Babies. <laughs> this isn't a monetary investment. This is a personal, sexual investment in your retirement. You can't fuck a ceramic plate. But you can pile enough Beanie Babies together. Oh, and they're, they're very soft. And they all got hearts. How old are you, Tyler? Uh, yeah. You're young? Let me tell you something about early retirement. <laughs> you don't have to wait to be old and decrepit. You can just retire right now. I can go home, throw a ceramic plate against a wall, and retire myself tonight. I don't mind doing that. But let's say I grow old and feeble, and I need something to fuck, and I didn't buy Beanie Babies. Though God made the world, and I can make it mud and fuck it myself while I lick my dinner off a custom ceramic plate. Like the dog I pay to be. Time. <laughs> Why pay to be a dog when you can pay to fuck a Beanie Baby dog? God, that usually gets more applause breaks. I don't know. They're just, they're cuddly, they're nice, they have soulless eyes, and that's what I want in a partner. All right, well, man, what a tough call, but I think I'm going to hand the win to Tyler Derniak. <laughs> All right, uh, we're down to the final four this evening, so everybody please welcome Danya Tromer and Stephen Archer. Okay, um, Archer, do you want to go first or second? Okay. Tanya, uh, you can pick from fantasy or wild card. Uh, I'll, take, I'll take fantasy. Okay. Your question is from Steve Albert. He asks, you've waited months to see your favorite band do a stadium show, and half a song in, 
They get killed by lasers from a UFO. Do you start fighting aliens or demand a refund? I think fighting an alien is worth a million dollars, my friend. Yes! All right, I keep fighting things. That's just the theme of the night. I'm, so, I'm a very violent person, if you can't tell. If you give me something to fight, I'll fight it. All right? I can have no money, and I'll fight the IRS. All right? I will fight tooth and nail fucking anything. Have you been in a UFO as well? That shit would be crazy. All right? Entering a UFO specifically to fight an alien overlord? Fuck! I would pay a lot of money for that, baby. All right? That'd be good. Uh, yeah, I like fighting things. Um, I commend you on that. Um, however, if somebody killed my favorite band, I kind of want to see it again. So give me the refund. I'm going to keep going to more concerts and keep watching aliens just start lasering all the bands ever. For the sake of argument, my favorite band is Creed, Nickelback, <laughs> the Jonas Brothers, um, that stupid guy, who Bieber, that guy. Love Bieber, love Bieber. I'm paying all the money to go to a Justin Bieber concert right now. By the way, shout out to the fact that we all now have NBA and WNBA erotica to think about tonight. Like, shout out Chloe on that one. If my favorite band is dead, I still have the recordings. So I can listen to my favorite band while fucking up some aliens. That shit is badass, all right? It's kind of weird, because I really like ska, so they'll, they'll just be like ska in the background while I'm fucking up some alien, but you know, I think it's kind of ridiculous enough to work. So there's my argument. Uh, mom, mom, do not take this personally against your daughter. You're an asshole, you're recording while you're at a concert? Who does that? And second of all, Will Smith, Will Smith just knocks aliens out all the time. I'm gonna just absorb the black energy from Will Smith. And that's not even a challenge. But what's entertaining is watching UFOs laser fucking Taylor Swift in between the eyes. You guys wouldn't watch that? Taylor Swift is my second favorite band of all time. Time. All right. Well, Archer, I'm a little surprised you didn't throw R. Kelly in the mix, but uh, I got to hand the win here to Danya Tromer. So our final debate of the night will be between Tyler Derniak and Danya Tromer. Okay, so Tyler, do you want to go first or second? Ladies first. <laughs> I love it. Ah. Time. All right. All right, um, this is fantasy. 
Is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, your question is for Emily Mame Ford. She asks, if you're having dreams about your ex, are they dreams of you two getting back together or you burning them in a fire? I think we know the answer already, folks. I am nothing if not a fan of arson. I am currently wanted in 51 states. You didn't even know that was possible. I have exes all over this great country and I have burned them all, okay? I don't let my dreams be dreams. I let my dreams be murder. And arson, you gotta get rid of the evidence as well, you know? Turn men into ash, and some women as well. There you go. Burn them! Fuck you. <laughs> no, it's, it was hilarious. Oh, man. A woman speaking up to a man. Oh, shit, it did. It's like nothing's changed in America. I want to dream of getting back together with them because burning them only lasts a few hours, but long-term psychological torture lasts for decades. Have you tried burning something? It doesn't take hours. <laughs> it's a quick process, my friend, when you've got gasoline on your side, yeah. That's real fun. Get some lighter fluid, throw it right on his face. He's the starting point, you know? He's my Duraflame log, okay? I don't need no kindling. It's fucking flesh. Time. <laughs> Leave it up to a woman to not know how to barbecue. All I'm saying, low and slow, low and slow. Just like psychological abuse. Go into Facebook, into the Pick a Side Stupid Facebook group. At the top, there's a link where you can vote. You can pick Danya or Tyler. I can put it on Twitter if that helps people. Okay, putting it on Twitter. If you go to my Twitter account, Sean Carters, at Sean Carters, you'll find it. I'll also tweet it out through the Pick Aside Stupid handle. So if you go to Pick Aside Stupid on Twitter, at Pick Aside Stupid, you'll find the link to vote. And you guys can choose the winner. All right, so our winner this evening is...
Don you, Tromer. That was pick a side, stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Hey, that's our show for this week. Thank you all for listening. Congrats to Danya Tromer on being our champion. Thanks to Matt Bedell for the artwork. You can check him out at Bedell was already taken on Instagram. And come join us some Friday night at Maggie's Lounge, 7 p.m. We're always doing these debates. It's a great crowd to hang out with. They got delicious pizza. And if you want to find me a different night of the week, I will be hosting my very last comedy open mic at Sally O'Brien's Monday night at 7.30 p.m. Then starting April 1st, we'll be doing stand-up comedy at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy every Monday at 8 p.m. You can also find me at the Poor House in Boston down in the basement Wednesday nights hosting stand-up comedy. We got half-priced chicken on Wednesday night down at the Poor House, so come down. 8 p.m. Meet me there. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.